Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 472, where Drew and myself will be talking about comics originally releasing August 29th, 2018, the fifth release week in August. But before Drew and myself get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, we got a few things from our listeners and a few other things from the comic industry uh, we'd like to talk about. Yeah, first and foremost, we uh, want Jason... Uh, our our great listener Jason Kim to hunker down over there in Hawaii as Hurricane Lane hits them at a category three now, and poor Jason had VIP passes to Amazing Comic Con tomorrow, and we had they had guests you know of course that were dropping out. They didn't cancel it, and. Uh, he was going to have to go out in a hurricane to to see his comic stars, and now I believe they're going to reschedule um, because there's a hurricane coming in, and uh, so there the amazing Comic Con is going to be rescheduled. I don't know what the date is, but um, we first and foremost we want to stay safe out there, Jason, and uh, hopefully it's just some rain and uh, not too much, but it, I think it's already caused some flooding. So be careful. Uh, we wish you well. Absolutely. Um, Mike Myers wanted to say, Thank you, Comics for Fun and Profit, for the two-part extra-long episode. We need more of the long ones. And if anybody who listens to Mike Myers, he does about five or six different podcasts, and that might be a low estimate. Uh, <laughs> some of those some of those are pushing three hours. Uh Definitely, he's, he hits two hours pretty easy. Um, so he's the king of uh, long, long-running podcasts. So if anybody knows, uh, it'd be Mike. Um, so thank, I'm glad you appreciated that. Uh, we had to break it up into two parts because iTunes didn't like like a two-hour episode for some reason, at least from me. Maybe I did, did something wrong. You know, I think you're know. just padding those podcast numbers is what you're doing. Yeah, it's the same number. It was oh, he did. Yeah, it was four seventy one A and four seventy one B. Ah. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't do that. Although I've done that in the past, I didn't do it on this one. Um. Uh, Wolf says, Floa's first appearance in Infinity Wars Prime number one. This might be spoiler. I don't know. I don't read this, but um, Floa tells Loki the importance of the God God Quarry with which first appearance is Thanos Volume 2, Number 8, and the Coven who reside in the God Quarry. The Coven first appearance is Thanos Volume 3, Number 4, of the Jeff Lemire run. Le- Lemire run. Interesting. Do, hmm. we, do we know... Do you know who the Coven, who the God Quarry, or who Floa is? I am over 3, unfortunately, I on am, those. I am, dude. I know who Thanos is. <laughs> uh, and I, so I, I don't... I am. I guess I, the Marvel I read isn't enough. I don't read enough Marvel. I guess. Um, you can never read enough Marvel. That's true. That's true. Um, he says, uh, "Teen Titans." To Kyle, Teen Titans twenty one was one of my favorite reads of the week so far. Nice. Crush may be the media darling, but I find myself gravitating towards Dijin. I said that that those are my words too. What did I say? I said Dejen is the character I like best. And poor Roundhouse. <laughs> Shout out to the artist too. Very well done. Yep. And we also got this from Wolf. Um, 
he has launched the Wolf Warner Report. Nice. It's a YouTube podcast where he uh, reviews his comics for the week. Um, they're not that long. They're like six, seven minutes long. Um, really good. Really cool. You get to hear Wolf uh, narrate uh, his haul. And, of course, if there's a moon girl, he's going to talk about that. So uh, I'll put the link to that, the YouTube, in the in the show notes. But I think you can just um, go to YouTube and type in the Wolf Warner Report and, and get his weekly uh, new comic book reviews, which is kind of cool. So congratulations, Wolf, on that. Um, venturing out into the world of uh, comic podcasting, we, that, that's cool. I'm gonna check. Yeah. I'm gonna subscribe. I was gonna say I just subscribed during this conversation. You did? That's very cool. I'm in. Um, the the Walmart number two second wave, number two second wave are out today, um, at least in my neck of the woods. I, and so I ran out like a horrible human specker that I am and took them all. They had eight of each. So somebody may maybe got a couple before me, but, and I got the rest and by golly, people are ravenous for those. I took, I, I took them and I laid them on the floor of Walmart and took a picture and posted them before I checked out and had sold two within 20 minutes, two sets. And then um, by the time I got home from work, uh, a couple hours later, I ended up selling four sets. So um, flying, flying. And I don't get it. Selling well, man. People wow. want them. People Again, want not, them and don't have, not everybody has a Walmart, I guess. But they're restocking them. Like, you can still go get the ones now. They're not scarce and they don't have a print run cap, it doesn't seem. Shh. I mean, okay. I mean, this is just me and you talking, Drew. Nobody else can hear this. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't. I. I mean, I have sold uh, several sets internationally. Okay. So I get that, and um, there were some from, you know, remote areas of the country, that a oh, Walmart may be hours away from them. So I have to those California people. Those California months, people so. can't get them because they blocked all the WalMarts out there. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've I've sold some to California as well. So, um, but yeah, I've also sold some that are like twenty minutes away from me, <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you go to the same store I did, dude? I don't get it. Um, but whatever. Uh, so y- yeah, specking specking money to be made on the on the Walmart uh, DC exclusives. Specking ain't easy, but sometimes it is. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I'm tempted to put another set of number ones together. Just to keep, you know, until they stop selling, I, I probably should just keep buying them and selling them until they mm-hmm. stop. But I, I, I don't know. It, it's crazy. It is. It is just crazy. Or maybe, maybe I, yeah, maybe I do like a, a full set of one and two. Yeah. People have just waited this long. You know, I could probably get a hundred bucks out of that pretty easy. Yeah, because you're selling triple. It's double and triple cover, yeah. Jeez. And uh, you know, it's it's crazy, but you know, just supply and demand, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, um, one thing I noticed is eBay's charging me thirty five cents to list now. Did it used to be thirty cents? When did uh, that? Yeah, cha- yeah, that went up too. Everything's creeping up. When did that go up? Was it recent? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I never noticed it before. 
and I just noticed it today that that it was a thirty-five cent list listing fee, and I I could have swore it's been thirty cents forever. Yeah, we don't notice these peasant listings. Yeah, it's true. Um, the folks at Valiant, who you know, in a, are innovators of the variant game, right? They they do it better than anybody else usually. Well, they've done it again. This time mm-hmm. with with Bloodshot Rising Spirit number one, they have a cover variant made of glass. What? A glass cover variant. I don't have pricing or anything yet. Um, I didn't look that much into it to see. And what I understand is it's because um, I was, you know, the thing, the horror stories we hear about Diamond and their shipping problems. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine that, but I, I'm hearing that they're going to do direct ships to the stores uh, from Valiant of, of these special things and, and, and package them accordingly. Um, but still, I mean, it, can you can you imagine getting your getting your Windex out and you know shining up your comic cover? <laughs> that is pretty cool. It, it's kind of cool, yeah. I, I I would have not thought of that, so I, I'm anxious to see one in the wild. I want to see a picture of one when when they come out. Pretty nifty stuff. Uh, the Cowabunga, if you're a Cowabunga subscribers, those those orders are due um, on Wednesday. August 29th. I know, I know, I know. I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not pestering you. Um, but this is, so this is your last chance to get the C4 FAP spec <laughs> bundle for the month of August, which as a reminder is the B covers of Blackbird number one by Fiona Staples, Aaron Boys number one by Eric Larson, and Exorcisters number one by Pia Guerra. And Juke Joint number one by somebody named Hawthorne. So those four are all bundled together, fifty percent off. Uh, in a in the C four Fap bundle, and uh, through Cowabunga Comics. Um, so get that, get that, get that, get that while you can. Um, speaking of of Cowabunga, we have the FOC list from our good friends at Cowabunga. There we go. Of course, the FOC stands, FOC stands for Final Order Cutoff. This is the uh, last weekend and your last opportunity to uh, order books, normally coming out approximately one month after that date, um, to make sure you're getting them, that you're still telling Diamond and have the ability to order them direct uh, through your LCS and not have to chase them and hope that there's reorders available. So this is something we just like to parse through and uh, mm-hmm. kind of make sure you guys aren't missing last-minute goodies. Lately, we've had a lot of things that are FOC exclusive, and we don't want you guys to miss those. Well, we had... This is a pretty heavy one. There's 300 items in this week's FOC. Um, it looks to be mostly Jul- July order codes. Mm-hmm. Um, see some June and some May in here too, though, for comics that are coming or out around uh, September nineteenth. I'm seeing some, a lot of September nineteenth. That seems to be the predominant date of, of when they're released, uh, supposed to be released. Is that, is that what, am I reading that right? Yeah. Well, FOC dude is due on Monday. 
but yeah, they come out on September 19th. So they're about, what is that? Three, four weeks, three weeks away. Um, so if we start in Dark Horse. Of course, Olivia Twist we want to talk about. I'm guessing that is a modern gender bent equivalent of Oliver Twist. Oh, yes. Yep, teenage orphan Olivia Twist joins the Esthers, a ragtag girl gang of thieves running free in a dangerous future. What's the name of the gang from actual Oliver Twist? I don't know. Oh, man, that's going to bother me. Did you read the book? Yeah, but um, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Josh Middleton doing a nice Aquaman variant for uh, issue 40. I like him. He does some good stuff. Mentina, B cover of Batman. Looking sweet. Those have been good. Is that a Frank Cho pulling out all the stops for Harley Quinn 50? Eh, it's just okay. It's beautiful, but it's by his standards. Nothing revolutionary. <laughs> I really, really like we just talked about Teen Titans 22 or 21. That Teen Titans 22 variant. Man, that cover B is uh, Alex Garner, and it's another that kind of features Crush, but it's got your uh, other characters and everything on it. A really, really, really good cover on that one. How did your Crush cover for 21 do? Is it is it doing well? I'm still holding on to it. I'm, I'm going a little longer on this one, I think. What's it going for now? I haven't, I haven't even looked. 50? I said I haven't looked. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I know you. I know you're just flipping things the second they hit your hot little hand at the moment. But some of us sit on things, you know. And and how many times have I been burned doing that though? You know, I miss my window. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta. I gotta make some moolah. <laughs> I gotta buy grain-free dog food, puppy food. <laughs> that stuff's expensive, man. That's probably it. I'm not seeing anything else. And nothing really uh, jumping. Second issue of Pearl, you know, I I haven't read the first issue, so I don't know um, how good that business book is, but it's only a six-issue miniseries, so if you missed it, you got a chance now. We got a cool little Nightwing 49 cover B by Danny Mickey and John Romita Jr. in the cover for that. You got a decision to make here pretty soon. Ah, uh, yeah. You were going to go to fifty and done, and and you were done. Yeah, I pre-ordered through fifty. You have you have pre-ordered fifty, so fifty one is is in this catalog then yeah, that we have. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be I'll be anxiously awaiting what your decision is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many did you do of um, the new fifty two run? Was it fifty two? Yeah, new fifty two. I I did completionist run. Uh, I think at like forty seven or forty eight, I flipped it as it was tailing off. And did really well on it. Yeah. Yeah, that was smart. Uh, as we look into IDW, uh, Dick Tracy, Dead or Alive. It's got an Allred cover, Tomas Rich Tommaso B cover. Um, 
some nostalgia factor maybe uh it doesn't work for me but that, that could that could do okay people will be interested we've got impossible number one um it looks directly at a cartoon network <laughs> it does it yeah the eastman b cover for tmnt these are great they're, all, they're so great. Yeah, I've got I've got a half a dozen of them. I really like them. All right, anything else in IDW that catches your eye? No. All right, let's head on down to Image. Well, I'm shooting right for the Burnout's uncensored cover, and it's and it's uncensored because the F word is on the cover. Yeah. Um. So kind of cool. I might add that. Not a lot of F-bombs F on the covers of things. Yeah, not on the front cover. Absolutely. And a number one to boot. Uh, Curse Word 16 is also doing an uncen uncensored charity cover. Um, and it is all gore-based, but there are boobs. Boobs from a disemboweled ghoul. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Really? Yeah. Got all the censorship material on the front. Uh, let's see, flavor number five's uncensored this this week. Um, this one is a Wook Jen Clark, and it's uncensored because there are uh, knives on the cover. <laughs> is that the reason? Yeah, hack and slash uncensored has a nice little nip slip in it. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Easy killer. Oh, cool. Farmhand number two going to a second print. Yeah, that's a, I'm getting that one. I have a problem. <laughs> oh, Ice Cream Man uncensored with the ankle. That's, that's just, classic. That's just fun. It's tons of them. And, and this is the only way you can get them is through FOC, right? I believe so. They were definitely not solicited. Uh, we got a rumble uncensored. And it's curse words as well. Man, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. There's so many. Because I've already, I've already let one go by. I, I didn't get... Hmm. Can't remember which one it was. Hey Kids Comics maybe or something. Yeah. Um, and I did get uh, unnatural. Mm -hmm. So I don't already don't have a complete set. So it 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 it's I'm I'm just I don't know what to do. We have a director's cut of Gideon Falls number one at five bucks. Nice to see kind of Jeff Lemire's process with that book. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine what his scripts look like because he's writing a script for himself to draw? Yeah, probably like do that thing, do that, put that thing here. Yeah, one thing. Do that thing you like to do with these things. Yeah, just do what you want. Okay, what else we got in image? 
Yeah, I'm going to get that forehand second printing too. Yeah. But the number one is, of course, burnouts. Why do we like that? Uh, I don't know because I accidentally clicked on Bonehead. Let me click on Burnout. Who is it? Forgot. Dennis Culver. Okay. From E is for Extinction and artist Geofo, a layout artist from Marvel Rising, team up on a new ongoing series that combines the paranoia of they live with they live with stranger things. Oh, okay. I see why we like that. Yeah. To save their friends and families, a group of high school teenagers must fight off an a attack uh, on their town by a secret alien invasion. But they can only see the aliens if they're completely wasted. Huh. I don't know now. The we, burnouts we, are saving the world one puff at a time. I liked it when it was They Lives Meets Stranger Things. Yeah. What's They Lives? I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know what that is. Uh, that was like a 80s horror B-movie. Oh, yeah? They you live? Must not, yeah. You must not have recorded that one for me. <laughs> I think that would have been on, like, uh, Fritz the Night Owl Theater that came on at, like, midnight. It looked like a cable access show. Yeah, I'm really dating myself, man. On f the three channels that we got, two most of the time, but it was on four, I think. Hmm. All right, that's all I got an image. Uh, that's quite a haul, though. Yeah, it's for a fifth week, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yep. Marvel, we have the Amazing Spider-Man Annual. And we got a Del Auto Annual cover. Nice. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And it's regular price. Hmm. Dang it. This is killing me. Oh, that's so nice. That's <laughs> so nice. <laughs> yeah, get that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I, I tell you, this FOC list has been simultaneously awesome, but yeah. also, like, like, my order... It, like equals my order. By the time the the four or five months are over, or four or five weeks of FOC are over, it's about what I order uh, previews. Through previews, yeah. It's crazy. Like, hey, I'm, on second thought, I better get that. Oh, this is exclusive. I gotta get that. Oh, that's it. Now I see the cover. Oh, that's cool. I gotta get that. Eric's a genius. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hook. Got, my, got, yeah, me, okay. got, got me hooked. He's a dealer. Franklin Richards Fantastic Year number one. I've forgotten what this is. Ooh, what is that art style? Yeah. Chris Eliopoulos. Wasn't he like a letterer? Maybe he was a colorist. 
Alright, Drew, we gotta figure out what return of Wolverine number one we want. Oh my goodness. Is he is this really is this really yeah, we've had a lot of Wolverines. This is this the right one? It's. I mean, for you, I'm sure it is because it's Charles Soule. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I don't care. Although, if I was gonna get one, oh, the, I was I was like, I, would, I might get the McFarlane. Oh, it's a, it's too grand. But if you do want to spend any of these monies on Return of Wolverine or anything else, uh, get to our buddy Eric at Calabunga and yeah. he will hook you up. Yeah, yeah. And if you're getting multiples of the incentive variants, uh, he can even do a better deal than what's on the FOC list. Which is already going to be better than our, our DCBS peeps. Yeah. So tell him that Drew said uh, there was a special deal if you mentioned his name. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Man, what's the what's the action figure van- variant for Star Wars? Ah, I'm sorry, I'm still looking at Wolverine. You're in, so you're yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get one. I don't or you already know. have one coming, probably. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't have any coming. Of course, the Scotty Young one looks awesome. But I love that X Force costume variant. Dang, that's awesome. Kyle, are sorry, you okay? I moved on. I'm sorry. Are you ready to jump off the second printing Venom Ryan Stegman cover train? Because <laughs> if you're not, or if you were, I would ask you to click on that and take a look at that. Oh, number five second print. Holy crap! Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. Man, covers are good. Covers are good. And I'd also ask you to click on West Coast Avengers number two. Did you read one number one? There's apparently a bunch of weird I still first appearances. It. I still haven't read it. Um, but doesn't the second issue look more like a normal Avengers comic than that travesty of a cover for the last last issue, the first issue? You mean the one with a giant 30-foot version of the chick from Thundercats? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or well, look at the B cover, the Tony Fleek's B cover. That looks kind of cool. Got a little retro look to it. There's a video game cover. Well. Yeah, what's what's this Spider-Man video game cover? It's as you can see, he's got the white spider suit on. So it's them using the costume from the new Insomniac video, video game coming on PlayStation Four here in September. Insomniac is at the. Um, that's the the creator publisher. That's the, no, that's the uh, the they they made the game. Game studio developer is what I'm trying to say. The developer. Uh, gotcha. Game looks awesome, and these uh, video Spider-Man video game variants are featuring that suit because they did they kind of went off the wall with the suit and made the white spider suit. So that's just kind of how they do it. But like I was reading a few things on the uh, the different weird first appearance characters in West Coast Adventures and it seems just as goofy and off the wall as I thought it would be. Yeah, which isn't good. 
So the final issue of X-Men Gold, what's your favorite memory of the 36-issue X-Men um, Gold run? When all the weird stuff was put in issue one and people actually gave a, a care about it, and then <laughs> after that immediately it fell off, and I don't think anybody cared since then. <laughs> Anything else in Marvel? Nothing. Well, did you get a chance to read Black Badge yet from Boom? No. Oh, oh, so good. I really liked it, and I'm not a scout. So, um, I thought I thought they did a really good job. So, oh man, uh, uh, Eric add add the FOC uh, Smallwood incentive variant for number two. <laughs> you're not actually going to send it. You're not actually going to help him out and send it to him. You're, you're you're hoping he listens to this and adds it to your order. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. You're late. You're the I, laziest I, human being in the world. I hope you, you do realize it. half the time you send me crap and I forward it on too. So I mean, just shut up. But yeah, yeah, shut up. That's awesome. What's the what's the Smallwood B cover look like? It's uh the it's uh, the Scout Troop before kind of uh, just the black outline of them oh, nice. hiking up a hill, and it yeah. looks like the hill just exploded. I have I've heard one review where uh, they didn't feel it was realistic to scouting. Yeah, but it is a comic, so. I really liked it. Misfit City, it sounds like... Didn't we already have a Misfit City? Yeah, this is just the San Diego Comic-Con uh, cover being redistributed, which means it didn't sell out at San Diego Comic-Con, and we get a crack at it. Ah. Ah. Uh, uh. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get... Is Do we know if Black Badge is ongoing? Might be an ongoing... I do not remember off the top of my head. Mm, let's see. Decide if I want to add that or not. I don't know. I don't need the incentive variant because you, you got that. So I chose not to. That's dumb. That was dumb. Because I do like Greg Smallwood. I might have got it. I don't know. If only I had my order from last month. Shut up. My brother wasn't slowboating. He's probably selling all my stuff out of it. <laughs> I haven't been home. Did they come in short boxes? No. Eric. <laughs> Eric, if you hear this, you <laughs> forgot to send me my short box. I, I got burned by over the garden wall in the first number one. So yes, yeah, you went heavy on that. I didn't go heavy on it. About one, and I read it, and that was. A oh, I thought time. you bought. I thought that was one you bought like three or no, five. No, no, that was Savage Wolverine. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> and that, Superman Unchained. I bought those two in the same week. <laughs> Superman Unchained. Yeah, that was a bad back to back, right? Yeah. Anything else in Boom? Nothing else. What do you, are you, I kind of like the FOC incentive variants. I mean, it's got to be built in scarcity. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I like it. I like the, I like that. That's cool. That's all I got for FOC. You got nothing in Dynamite. Nope. Nothing in Aftershock. Patience, Conviction, Revenge, number one. That is Patrick Kindlin, Kindlin and Marco Ferrari. 
Well, Patrick Kinlan's the guy that did There's Nothing There and We Can Never Go Home, both of which I thought were really great. So I am definitely going to get this one because I like those two. I don't know the Ferrari guy. Let's see. Lion Forge, no. Okay, now who? I'm not a Rick and Morty guy. Okay. So who is Sleepy Gary? Sleepy Gary is, um, in the alternate universe in the world where they get a hallucinogenic parasite. Sleepy Gary is uh, the second husband of uh, the main character. <laughs> okay, so he gets his own series. Mm-hmm. He gets Ricky. Everybody really likes Sleepy Gary. <laughs> Sleepy Gary. <laughs> I gotta catch up on that. I've still only watched the first episode. That's it? That's Come it. on now. That's it. I don't know. I get other stuff going on. <laughs> it's true you do. Um, let's see. We've got an ultra foil version of Quantum and Woody Tin. Do we want ultra foil? I don't think we do. We were just complimenting the glass cover. I said I was done with that. See, I know. I'm still looking. Me. Can I still look? No. No? I have to quit. <laughs> All right. That is that is it. But. Most of our joy will probably be found in FOC because we have five weeks in August, and this is the fifth week. Traditionally, a very scant and scarce week, but we shall see. Before you, before you go, before oh, you go. We haven't left. Um, if, if any of these FOC things sound cool and and somebody wants to do their own, get their own stuff, order their own FOC, how can they do that? They can send an email to Eric with a C at Cowabunga with a K. And Calabunga Comics. Calabunga Comics. Okay. To get on the secret FOC mailing list. Super secret. Super secret. Well, um, there's probably 50 people on it now, or 100 yeah. people on it now. But yeah. And again, that gets sent out every Friday with a due date of ASAP Monday. Yep. By noon Monday, Eastern. You left coasters. Anything else as far as the FOC is concerned? No. no. All right, let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's click on new releases. Let's scroll to August 29th, 2018. Click that table view and let's start where we always love to start, Drew. I love to start in image. Yeah. You know, I'm still, God dang it, I'm still trying to get my table view up. Not a lot. I Hate Fairyland trade paperback number four, which is the final trade paperback for the I Hate Fairyland. It collects 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. You want to find out what happened to Gertrude? Here's how it works. Uh, New World. Another Aless Cot. This one with Tradmore doing art. So the art is fabulous. I was going to say Tradmore is really good. Yep. There are three covers, an A, a B, and a C. Uh, they all look pretty similar, except for the C, which is kind of a Hickman-ish graphic design-y 
cover. And that, my friends, is all they have to offer on this fifth week. All right, let's head on down to Dark Horse Comics. Also, Slim Pickens. If you've been reading Blackwood, the fourth issue is there. I tried it. Not for me. Okay, let's head on down to IDW. House Amuck, number one, by Christopher Savella, with Sean McManus on art. This is under the Black Crown imprint. Ten-year-old fraternal twin Dylan Sandfleer and her family have fallen down a rabbit hole full of secrets, implants, conspiracy theories, Mandela effects... Why are these words so big? Extra-dimensional invaders <laughs> and organ thieves. As the attacks against them intensify, the Sandefelds light out on a cross-country search for answers and salvation, blazing a bloody path of torture, arson, and murder. And we have our second Rick and Morty mention. This is Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, number one. It's a four-issue miniseries. And it takes the world's greatest role-playing game with and combines it with reality's most dysfunctional family. What could go wrong? And again, we talked about your Rick and Morty fans. Normally that being an Oni Press item. These being on IDW may be a little more scarce, maybe a little more overlooked um, by your Rick and Morty fans. So I think you want to snag these up. At the very least, grab this number one. It's only a four-issue series. I say commit to all four. Wow. Okay. Holy crap. Get these cover... Wait, 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 wait. Get these cover Bs. This is, uh, no, these are going to be a theme. Yeah, you're going to want every single one of these cover Bs with character sheets. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an easy buy. Is Keith Silverman a character? No, 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 no. With Click on the B. I it's, am. Uh, it's the it's just their character sheets. So I'm assuming that's Morty's character that he's him in Dungeons and Dragons because that's obviously Morty. Morty. Okay. So I'm assuming all of the So he the he picked his character name as Keith Silverman. Yes. Or Silver Sun. I'm sorry, that's Silver Sun. Yes. That's funny, yeah. right? Sure. Well, we missed the boat on that. Maybe Hey, uh, Eric, if you're listening to this. <laughs> you would like a B cover uh, full price. No discount uh, on that. Yeah, but uh, my guess is all four of the cover, cover Bs are going to be character sheets. You're going to want all four as a set. Man, we blew that. We missed the boat yeah. on that. Well, I don't know how long we've, we've seen this cover. But yeah, uh... Um, if you want my pick of the week, it's Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons number one cover B. We don't even have go, to go on anymore? No, and go ahead and uh, find out how you can pre-order the other four. And get the B cover, because the character sheets are what people are going to want. Because I know I want them. So, let's say for the sake of argument, I didn't get this one. But I can get two, three, and four. Yeah, you're going to want them, because one of them is going to be Rick, and you're going to see Rick as a magician, and people are going to want to have that. Okay. And traditionally, number twos are all the least ordered, so they'll still be rare. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Rick and Morty versus Dungeons and Dragons, number one. Cover B. Because Kyle says always cover B. No, 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 because, like, they're unique. They're character sheets on it. Yeah. It is That's cool. All. 
that's awesome. That's what, yeah. And, and again, my, my first rule of specking is if you think it's really cool, um, other people will too. Yes. If you're ready for DC, we got a Batgirl 26, Josh Middleton cover. Another nice one. Sir, I do the transitions between. Uh, that's true. That's all right. You do. I put them down to uh, DC Comics. Uh, Batgirl 26. <laughs> Josh Middleton's very nice. I also like the annual by Emanuela Lupacino. I like that art on the cover. That's nice. Who wants a blank cover on a Harley Quinn Gossamer special? I understand blank covers, but that seems like the dumbest one to get a blank cover on. Catwoman? Is Joelle Jones involved in this Catwoman Tweety and Sylvester thing? I'm clicking on it, I see that she her name is nowhere on anything. There's also this Lou Pacino person. It's very nice. Nightwing Annual Number One, written by Pen Ben Percy with Otto Schmidt on art. Joker Daffy Duck, that's probably the the one. They all look pretty neat, though. Wish they weren't five bucks. Which one is Tom King writing? So whatever one he's writing, you should pick up. <laughs> I don't see him on any of these. Yeah. Scarlet number one. We talked about this on FOC. This is Brian Michael Bendis. And uh, his... A new, uh, his we th we think original character. Yes, it, it's one that he's had. He had over at Icon now. That's right. That was the one that he had a previous character. Yeah, the Pearl I think is new. That's right. Uh, Nightwing cover by Otto Schmidt is awesome. Yeah, I like it too. An annual to Silencer, so that's yes, one of those New Age of Heroes books. Tyler Kirkham doing the art on the cover. Yeah. 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 Anything else in DC, sir? No. So I don't know. see what Marvel has for us. Well, Charles Soule is not doing the Daredevil annual. It's Erica Schultz. And it's a nice Shane Davis cover. Remember on FOC when we talked hardcore about Fantastic Four number one facsimile edition? Yes. As a reprint of that one. This is the week that it actually comes out. So, four bucks, get it. Have that key without having that key. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I'll probably put that in a top loader and put it on my wall like I have the original. Excellent. That's pretty cool. Hunt for Wolverine. Dead Ends, number one. The Koypel variant is a very, very, very old Wolverine, a la Hulk 181. Oh, yeah. You know what's really good? Marvel 2 and 1. I really like Zidarki's writing. You know what's okay? Moon Knight 198. <laughs> Becky Clunan, good cover. Yeah, it's it's really heating up. 
on its way towards the two K to the two hundred and then cancellation. <laughs> Wait, there's no solicit for two hundred one. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Uh, Venom number one. We talked about the fourth print, kind of a black and white version of that one. Yeah, so you still picking these up? Nah, that one doesn't surprise me as much, but I really like that second print. And then first host. What's the deal? Mike Costa and Mark Bagley reunite for a Venom story unlike any other. Before The Amazing Spider-Man, before Venom, there was the first host. And that first host has returned in need of Venom's help. Only by reuniting can the two avert cosmic ruin. Can Eddie and the symbiote trust one another long enough to save the galaxy? Or will the first host prove to be Venom's undoing? I'm getting the web of Venom. Web of... Oh, yeah, the Vietnam thing. Yes, this looks really cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. Donny Cates. Ryan Stegman on cover for that one. Well, it doesn't say it's a mini, but it's got to be a mini, right? Uh, yeah. That's not... That can't be an ongoing. X-23, you really enjoyed number one. We, mm -hmm. uh... Have a second printing of number one as well as number three. I like two as well. Yep. And of course, Drew, we know you're a big fan of the grand designs, and now we have Genesis number yes. two on that. And really, really good. It's just, um, there's a lot of X Men history I had no idea about, and it helps me uh, catch up. Very cool. Dynamite. Dynamite. Nothing. Moving on. Boom. Nope. Mm, anything interesting about these $8 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers hollow foil hair? Nothing. Not to me. Yeah. Let's look at our smaller publishes in our back half. We have the Beyonders. Uh, Paul Jenkins, who writes some weird stuff. And Wesley St. Clair on art and cover. This is an Aftershock book about a young boy obsessed with crop circles and cryptography who finds his boring life turned upside down when he discovers that all of his conspiracy theories are true, sending him on the ultimate treasure hunt for an ancient secret spanning thousands of years. What is the connection between a lost mountaineer and an indecipherable manuscript in the lost library of Alexandria? Ah, that sounds kind of cool. Mm. Hillbilly Red-Eyed Witchery from Beyond, number one, is an albatross funny book from Eric Powell, of course. And it's actually a hillbilly that's just a subtitle of a Hillbilly New Arc miniseries. Mm. So if you've already been reading Hillbilly, this is just a uh, a new a new arc of that, which is cool. I didn't realize the other one had ended. La Muerta Retribution from Coffin Comics. Oh, that's weird. Mike McLean. 
Joel Gomez on art. The Matt Murhoff cover. I believe I have this on order. Um, the cover was pretty cool. Pretty dope. But it's like a revenge book. There is a Naughty Maria edition. <laughs> I think you've used up all your creepy Drew lines. <laughs> I think I have. I got nothing else in the back half. Yeah, there's a Monster Hunter survival guide. Spinoff of a spinoff. Rick and Morty 41. Uh, fourth issue of Walk Through Hell, Garth Ennis book. It's it's um, weird uh, where they're going with this, but it's really been really really been good. So oh, that's I, right. That's the one from Aftershock. Yeah. Yeah, it's I really enjoyed it. So definitely something to check out. Anything else, sir? No. I guess since we know what yours your pick was. True, true. Anything uh, else for anything else, sir? I no. I think I'm gonna go with uh All right, Drew, 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 this is the point of the podcast where I ask what your uh, pick of the week is, Drew. Stop cutting me off. Take, but but you I, already I, I gave get, your pick. I get I get so little you're gonna you're gonna, you gotta let me do the transition. Uh Drew, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> Web of Vietnam. Uh, number one. There you go. Very nice. And, of course, my pick is the Rick and Morty Dungeons & Dragons, cover B. Um, and, of course, we talked at one point about the facsimile edition to Fantastic Four, number one, as a nice one as well. So. Excelente. Just have one. I want to thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. Thank you for tagging along with Drew and myself as we saunter through the fifth and final week of August 2018. Of course, if you're listening to us on iTunes, feel free to drop a five-star review. One of you infuriatingly left us five stars, but no rating. Didn't say anything nice about us. We appreciate the rating, and I say that in jest, but thanks so much. Um, so for Drew and for myself, see ya! <laughs>